Hi, this is Pat Byrne. I'm from Your Next Path. And today we're going to start with a Wayfinder episode with Nathan Wheeler. He's another veteran that I've been working with recently, uh, kind of on a similar endeavors uh, with the financial and leadership development team. And we're going to be going over a couple questions for Nathan so that uh, we can share that experience that he's gone through transition, uh, how he's got to where he is now, and kind of looking ahead. So Nathan, uh, if you could tell us a little bit about what's going on right now. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess as far as, uh, in life, um, life is going pretty great, which is pretty awesome because getting out of the military, like I didn't know what I was going to do. Honestly, I thought I was going to die in or retire out, but I ended up getting out, um, and did what most of us do in contracting for the government. I did that for a while. Um, very well there, uh, worked my way up to a four-star national level of our government. Um, but ultimately left to do what we're doing now. And, and honestly, I think the main reason that I did that is because like the reason I left is because I remember it, it was one day I was driving to school, my kid's school, right? They had like a, a pioneer day or something like that. And I was going to go hang out with them. And I had to ask for permission to go do that. And I remember like, I'm driving and I'm sitting here like I had permission. It was all good. Don't get me wrong. But I thought to myself, like, why am I asking inferior men for permission to spend time with my family? And that, 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 like, don't get me wrong. That wasn't like a hint of arrogance, but like, you know, most of us are warfighters, right? And so sometimes it comes along like, can this dude beat me up? <laughs> Cause if the answer is no, it's like, why am I listening to him? And so like, I don't know why, but again, I was driving, I had that thought and I was like, you know what? On top of that, I'm getting paid a lot of money. There are people who are paying me a whole lot of money to do the things that I do. Um, and so like this culmination of thoughts that was happening in my brain, it was like, man, why don't I apply whatever it is they see in me? Why don't I take that expertise, that, that human, that person and apply that towards something that my family can have. And that will give me the ability to spend more time with my family. And, 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 you know, even, even on that note, each of us leaving the military, like all of us who have been in the military, we know that there's kind of some trash in the military. Like, don't get me wrong. Not everybody's awesome. It's just kind of the way it is. Um, but we do have something unique. We all have the ability to really Charlie Mike, to get after it, like to, to, to do whatever it is needs to get done. And so I think coming out of the military, taking that, learning how to leverage that for you to your advantage is going gonna, is, is gonna to really put you in a different position. And so ultimately that's, like I said, that's what happened to me. I kind of learned that I can do that and I did. And, and now life is great. I'm living a dream, to be honest with you. That's great. So tell me a bit about your, you, you covered kind of the interest of why you transitioned. Uh, when you were going through that process, what were your expectations? Were you really focused on government contracting? Did you have something lined up beforehand? Dude, I love that question. So I got out and got dr drunk for six months. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I like, it, if, like, if I'm being honest, and I like to be honest, I like to keep it raw and real. And so, like, I got out of the army and for like six months, bro, I was drinking some whiskey. And um, I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, but I got to the point where I need to start making money. So I just went back to Afghanistan as a contractor. Right. So I went back down range on a special operations joint task force, um, you know, and, and, and honestly realized that I needed to be home and spend more time with my kids. Um, and so I came back and, you know, started focusing on trying to find a job. Um, I was very, I was lucky to be honest, or, or I blessed, however we want to look at it. Like when I came back, like I'm in Colorado Springs now, cause I wrapped up my career with 10 special forces. Right. And so after getting out, I just stayed here and here is where they're standing up a lot of the things that have to do with space, the space force. Right. The combatant command is here. The branch is here. Like there's a lot of stuff that's happening here as far as it relates to space. And one of the things that I had done while in the army was electronic warfare. 
So I had a lot of different special qualifications and additional skills. And some of them paved the way for me to move into this space that they were building out here. And so after getting out, again, I went back down range, but then started training the military in preparation for a near peer conflict. So I was able to find a good job here. Honestly, I, I kind of looked out because I know a lot of people get out. They don't know what they're going to do. And they're not in a position to walk onto something that can be so lucrative. Um, I was just, I was blessed. And to be honest, one of the things that I learned as I was like applying for jobs and going through that process is like, we almost sell ourselves short. And like the majority of people out there are learning how to leverage their experience in small ways to put them in different positions, to go live into the potential that they have. Let me give you an example. One of the, one of the classes that I went through while I was in was the information operations planners course. And while I was in there, I was, I was doing, I, I graduated at the top of my class and uh, like the instructor had asked me to pitch a portion of the class. And when I was getting out, I was talking to him, I was in communication with him and he was like, hey, yeah, put on there that you helped instruct the infor information operations planners course. You know what I mean? So just, just something as small as that, like putting it on there. Because I would have never thought to do that unless he recommended it. But it's real. I really did help instruct that course. Now, was like, a, was I a formal instructor? No, but the formal instructor asked me to help out. So that was something that I could actually put on my resume. And, and so little things like that, like understanding how we can actually verbalize a lot of the different things that we've done, especially for our NCOs and officers. Guys, we've got tons of experience in tons of different areas. We've done all types of stuff that is extremely lucrative on the outside. We just got to learn how to like convert that. And then on top of that, I started applying for positions that I didn't think I was qualified for. You know what I mean? Like in my brain, I'm like, yo, like I, whatever. If there was, I got to the point where I was like, if there's anything in there that I see that is in relation in any way to anything that I've done, I'm going to go ahead and apply. And, um, and I didn't, it started getting me into rooms that I didn't think, again, that I didn't necessarily think I was qualified for. I was a young, dumb kid who left on the 14th. I was an enlisted soldier, right? And so getting to the point where I'm working on a four-star staff drafting national strategy was, it's kind of a big feat, all things considered. Um, but I, I was able to get there because... I wasn't going to allow my thought processes and beliefs to be the limiting factor, right? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you want me to dive that deep, but like, I, I don't, I don't typically think back to that time. And so now as I am, it's like, there's just a whole bunch of stuff coming to the forefront of my mind. Like, how did it all actually unravel? You know what I mean? True. Yeah, it's important. Uh, one of the things you talked about is we're very team focused when we're in the military. And that transition and lifestyle change, especially in a career, to be more individual focused, especially reflecting that on a resume, is a challenge. Oh, yes. And it sounds like you had some different health. Um, as far as you seeing yourself, um, you, have, you were specialized in electronic warfare. That's something that we see in the military where people are trained for something specifically. So... If I know how to use my rifle, I'm a rifleman. If I know how to use medical supplies, I'm a medic. Yeah. When we get out, what's more important to become the title of what we're trying to become? Or is it a lot more about the independence of owning ourself and applying our skills? Yeah, dude. Owning yourself and applying your skills, for sure. Um, You know, it, this is something that I, I actually kind of coach people quite a bit. We all have areas that we are experts in. We are all proficient in something. Like we all have abilities that we gain from our experience, military or otherwise. This can go to anybody. We all have aspects of us that make us exceptional. 
And a lot of the times when we're looking into moving into a new position, we try to think, we, we think more about like what we don't know and question our qualifications and this, that, and the other. But like, I would challenge you to lean into the, lean into the parts of you that you know you're great at. Again, just to talk about like NCOs and officers, a lot of us are great at leadership because we've had to have, we've, we've taken on leadership roles in, in magnitudes that most people never will. You know what I mean? Not just in the capacity, like not just in the amount of people that we're responsible for and the amount of equipment and the cost of that equipment, but like, especially while you and I were in, we were at war for two decades, right? Like, yeah. I, like so we're, we're, we're helping little people overcome one of the greatest fears in self-preservation to go fight and win the nation's wars. Yeah. That is a powerful skill. Like that is a very powerful skill that we can leverage. And if we learn how to tap into what it took for us to actually do that effectively, we can tap into that and apply that in any aspect of life. Because let me tell you something, the most successful companies on the planet are the most successful companies on the planet because they focus on leadership development and duplication. That is exactly what we do in the military. And you having leveraged some of that in any aspect, you can translate that to success outside of the military. Um, so yes, it, just a, this is a long way of saying again, I, I think absolutely like owning who you are, owning your, your, your expertise and, and identifying what that is within you and then bringing that to the table of whatever organization you're going to work in, whatever industry you're going to work in, uh, that's going to set you apart and put you ahead of your peers. I appreciate that. That's a good piece because a lot of people don't understand, um, kind of going from the team to an individual setting. And one of the big things about getting through the military that I've talked about as well is understanding VA benefits. And there's countless nonprofits and resources, and it can it's really overwhelming. Uh, could you share kind of some of the VA benefits that you've used in transition and after? Um, absolutely. Um, so uh, the degrees that I have here, like I, I never was going to go to college. I was an enlisted soldier. Part of why I went to the army is because I didn't feel like going to college. Um, but getting out, you know, not only do they pay us to go to school, because think about that for a second. One of the most significant debts that we have in this country is student debt. It's an extraordinary, it, like billions of dollars in student debt, right? And great, look, guys, if you're going to sharpshoot, I didn't look that up. I don't know if it's billions. I don't know what it is. I just can use my brain. It's a lot. Yeah, it's probably up there, right? And so, so there's a lot of money that people are paying in student debt, but we actually get paid to go to school. Like we actually pay us to go get an education. Um, and so I also wanted to set the, the, the example for my children. So as they started school, I started school. Um, you know, I was fortunate to graduate summa cum laude. I did pretty good. Um, but that was a benefit that I, I, I think it's great. Now, to be honest with you, the biggest benefit for that was the paycheck that was coming in. Like I didn't, I didn't learn anything extraordinary in school. I didn't, there's nothing that I really learned there that it's changed the way that I do what I do or the things that I know. Um, honestly, I guess I don't want to dive into my perspective of the education system, but I will say this. The biggest benefit for me was the paycheck that was coming in. And sometimes, guys, we need that. Sometimes we need that paycheck coming in because we don't know what we're going to do. So taking a second to be a student, to be a follower, so you can propel into the leader that you need to be while earning some income, it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, I also, um, I'm also disabled to the VA, right? So I have that benefit coming in, um, which is, which is very, it's extraordinary. What a blessing to some degree. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm jacked up, dude. I got, I got different issues. They want to do surgery in different places. Like I can't move in all the ways that I'd like to. I feel like I'm older than I am, but like it's, 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 it, it, it's a bandaid. You know what I'm saying? Being able to make sure that I don't have to 
I don't have to worry about some of the some of the fundamentals for my family and I. Like we're not gonna go uh, without you know a home, right? And so that's very that's very beneficial. Um, I also went through I, I went through different training courses and. I don't know. I haven't leveraged all of the resources that are available to us. Um, but I do go to the VA for, for medical care. I have the disability coming in. I've leveraged the, the, the educational benefits. I know there's a lot more, but I would say those are the ones that I've, that I've yet leveraged the most. And they've all been extraordinary for me, just to be honest with you. Does, does that mean the VA is awesome? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I've been trying to go see my primary care manager for months. And we actually just got me shifted to somebody on the economy we're uh, in the community so that I can, so I can go get actually some of that medical, medical treatment, but it's all covered. So that's a huge benefit. So. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely important to take care of yourself and that helps you take care of your family, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you covered a lot of great nuggets for veterans going into the workforce, transitioning, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, from the opposite perspective, what would be something you'd encourage companies to do for veterans? Yeah, that's a really good question. Man, one of the things, especially in some of the communities that I've been in, like we'll go above and beyond. We'll give you everything. Like up to and including our life in a lot of cases. Like we're going to give it to you because that's just what we are. We like we leave it all in the field. And so if, if, I was a, if I was somebody that was looking to hire transitioning veterans, I would say, um, give them some grace. Let them figure out who they're going to be as they come out, as that transition occurs. Guys, I it was one of the most difficult things I've ever, ever done. I thought it was going to be easy. After everything that I had done in the military, I thought transitioning out was going to be easy. Like, for those of you who have been in and, and, and been in for a little bit, you know, you pcs a few times, you've been to different places, gone to, new gone to meet new people. If you've been in the community, maybe you went through the SFAS, maybe you went through Ranger School, maybe Sapper School, like some of these those, those other courses. We've done things that most people will never do. And, and so getting out, we think it's just going to be easy because we went, we accomplished, we, we went, we saw, we conquered, we came off. And so it's like, it's like, I expected it to be a simple next step, but it was so difficult for me because the way that we communicate in the military and the way that we communicate outside of the military, it, it is not, and it should not be the same thing. Um, you know, the way that we interact the way that leadership is in the military, it's more of an expectation in a lot of cases rather than having been earned. A lot of you know what I'm talking about. Granted, some people actually earned, you know, that respect. And so I would say, again, if you're if you're a company looking to hire a transitioning veteran, give them some grace. Help them, help them be what you need them to be because they will be better at being that than anybody else you bring on board. But it may take some time for them to figure that one out because they're figuring out what life looks like outside of these concepts, these aspects that have defined who they are. One of the biggest things for me getting out of the military that I wanted to do is disassociate from what I had done. Like in the military, you know, having been a jump master, having been a ranger, having done this, having done that, like automatically that brings credibility in certain regards. Like when I walk into certain rooms and have certain conversations with certain people about certain things, they're going to hear what I have to say because I'm the expert there. That's like what it is. And so getting out of the military, being a ranger, being a jump master, doing whatever, all that stuff, it doesn't even matter. That's all for what? Right. It's not, it doesn't even matter. It's, it's not applicable. And so like, I wanted to disassociate and help people realize and understand that there's more to me past that. Like whatever I identified with is in the military, my rank, my qualifications, like that doesn't even matter. The badges that you are like all that stuff, it doesn't even matter. So like 
for me personally, it took me a little bit to realize the importance and, and how to go about identifying is who is Nathan Wheeler? Like, who is this? You know what I'm saying? Who is this person? And how can I add value to the lives of the people around me? Because at the end of the day, I think that's what life is about. Like for me, life is about what can I do to leverage my knowledge and experiences to the benefit of others? How can I put myself in a position to help other people realize and achieve their potential? Um, and I think yeah, I did that. Service. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, and that's part of what led me to do what I do as a financial professional. Because if you would have asked me a few years ago, like, would I be doing what I'm doing? I could have given you a million scenarios and this wouldn't have been one of them. I would have never even thought about this. But understanding how I can affect the lives of the people of this country in this in this cornerstone of health and well-being, how I can set this foundation that will pave the way for them to, to really pursue happiness in other areas like mental health, physical fitness, growth, growth. Like if I can help in this one area, and I'm not going to limit myself to this area, by the way, this is just, again, kind of the foundation, um, then we can have a profound impact on the people of this country. And serve in a way that that for me it scratches the itch, which I did not think that I was going to find. I did yeah. not thought that I was just going to have to go and do whatever needed to get done to make money so that I could provide for my family. I didn't think that I'd find something that that scratched the itch. Okay, one more question before we wrap up because I know your time is extremely valuable and I appreciate it. And a lot of what I talk about on the Path Program is understanding where you've been, where you've gotten to this point, and it's not just a straight line like you've covered a lot of. Uh, where are you in one year? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that my time is only as valuable as the value I provide others. Um, so I appreciate that, man. Um, I, I enjoy kind of, sh again, sharing anything that I can. That somebody, hopefully somebody finds value in anything that's coming out of my mouth. Um, but where am I in one year from now? Uh, brother, like, man, where am I not? I can't, like, I don't even know how to answer that question because like, I'm in a place right now, every year I've been in a position that I never imagined that I'd be in. Every year is better than the next. And that's because there is this constant desire to pursue the next level of whatever it is I'm doing. Like, Good. I will always be working to elevate, to gain knowledge, to, to, to find myself in positions that will enable me to help other people more effectively. And I can't do that if I'm sitting on my hands. I can't do that if I'm not progressively moving forward. So where am I in one year? Man. Um, I'd say a liquid millionaire. Yeah, I'd say stick to the five Fs that we uh, kind of use throughout. Yeah, I'd say a liquid millionaire that's really going to be able to put like to, to, to accomplish some of the goals that I have to give back. A lot of people, they don't, they don't think they need more money, but that's because they've never realized the benefit of giving it away. Yeah. And so, so I, like one of my goals is to, is to have more so I can give more. And so, yeah, so that I can pursue greater, I can improve the lives, uh, the area in my life of faith, family, finance, fitness, and fun. Right. So faith is huge to me. I know I wouldn't be here without my father in heaven. Like I know that. And that doesn't mean I alienate anybody. Nobody has to believe what I believe. That's fine. I believe what I believe. Yeah. I've got that taken care of. And so that is huge to me. Um, and building my home around that relationship and my marriage, um, which ties right and ties right into the family, right? Being able to be with my family. One of the things that I did getting out, like I said, I went back down range. And then when I came back here, I was training the military. So I was always gone. I wasn't there with my kids. Now I'm at home. 
um, with my kids. As a matter of fact, one of them's coming to join me right now. Uh, all right. I'm I'm here with my kids all the time. I'm I'm able yeah. to actually be present, which is something that most of us in the military, especially if you were in from you know tw- 2003 to 2017 or whenever we stopped, like we were we were gone for a long time. So yeah. like we miss a lot, and so being able to to really build and develop my relationship with my family is extraordinary. Um, fitness, you know, fitness to me. I wait. I still wake up. I wake up at four forty-five, and I wake. I work out every day. I've gotta. I've gotta remain lethal. That's just something that I, in my brain, is important. Um, finance. Um, again, the more I have, the more I can give. And fun. I mean, I've been able to go to Jamaica, Cabo, Dominican Republic, Disney World. I went wow. to a rodeo for the first time. You know, like I, like I'm able to take my family and experience life with them. Uh, and different, like today, actually here in like an hour or so, I'm going to go pick up my kids early from school. And then I'm going to take them to this, like, uh, it's like this fun zone. I don't know what they're called. It just changed the name, but we're going to go bowling, laser tag, probably eat some pizza or something like that. And I'm going to be able to just yeah, take it. Like, yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's been great. And I think, uh, this is a lot of golden nuggets <laughs> as we call them that people can definitely benefit from, uh, any closing words? I know you've got your own tagline. Ha. No, and you know what? I I, I wasn't going to say that, but I will because it, it's it's such a true thing, man. Like yeah. when you when you really take responsibility for your decisions, when you're like, this is what I'm going to do, and then you commit every part of you to doing that, there's nothing that you cannot accomplish. And I mean that, and I know it may sound corny, but like I'm living it. I'm a, I'm an example of it. And so I will say it: the world is yours. So let's go get it. Yeah. And let's go get it, uh, especially on like your path, my path, ownership of those paths, and hopefully they continue to intersect and we can learn from each other. So really appreciate your time. And uh, I'll have this posted on a couple different sources and definitely highlight you. Thank you for your time, Nathan. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. All right.